This episode is sponsored by quipsandcups.com, where you can start your day with bad puns and fun mugs. And Newsly, the one-stop shop to making the internet audible. Get a month of premium free with the promo code PUP2022. Thanks, Quips and Cups and Newsly, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kira Lane. Today, we talk with Danny Schluck, who is a writer and an actor in the movie The Day After Halloween, which releases August 23rd on all VOD platforms. I'm here today with Danny Schluck, um, writer and an actor of The Day After Halloween, which releases August 23rd on all VOD platforms. It is directed by Chad Ostrom, and the cast includes Danny, Brendan Delaney, Amy Fogelman, and Victoria Mead. Um, I watched it and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it was a new take on certain tropes and comedy. Um, I don't know if this is like something that you guys intended at all, but while I was listening to the back and forth of the of um, you know the main characters, I, I had um, Kevin Smith vibes with like. Dante and Randall and how they kind of went back and forth when they were talking. And then um, I also had some mall rats with uh, Brody and TS with the back and forth on top of that with, um, you have uh, Renee and Gwen kind of characters in there as well. And um, I really enjoyed it because I am a big dialogue person, love dialogue, and it's a very dialogue driven uh, movie which is something that I appreciate about Kevin Smith because most of his movies are just, you're in one spot and it's all dialogue driven. Um, so was that something that you were really like going for when you were doing this whole, the writing of the piece? Well, for sure. I mean, I'm of, I'm of the age where, you know, I grew up in the, uh, you know, loving Kevin Smith. Uh, so I, I, I'm sure I definitely, uh, you know, whether I I didn't set out and be like I'm gonna make this like Kevin Smith, but just, you know you kind of just you know emulate the guys that you love. So I kind of you know, and this is a small independent movie, so dialogue is about all we all we have. So uh, right, and that's like what Kevin Smith. I've certainly I've, I've heard that Kevin Smith thing before. Or really, I've heard people that don't like the movie. They're like, oh yeah, it's like, it's like Kevin Smith, but what's that? Well, or, or and oh. some people don't like to say like, oh, it's like Kevin Smith, but not funny. <laughs> I don't I see and that's the thing it's like I it's it seems to me to be like a very hit and miss thing much like Kevin Smith work is and it's like Kevin Smith is a cult classic at this point but when it first released it was like everybody's like what is this and then it, it you know but the appreciation is there for it and I really enjoyed the dialogue and the comedy it was it was um not so in your face comedy it kind of was a level of what well, is like what's the word I'm trying to think of because there's levels to that comedy and it's not slapstick or anything like that mm -hmm. it's it's very much um like two buddies hanging out kind of comedy and I loved that so I don't know I guess it's not for everybody but I enjoyed it also with this the way that some of the writing was done was very and, and like you were talking about like people that you um grew up watching kind of you you might em emulate uh very tarantino-ish in a lot of ways and i think that's like 
the level of humor that I was talking about because he's got that kind of it's not dry but it's not in your face either it's a witty uh kind of humor and um was that something that you were looking for yeah I mean of course in fact you know we have that that ticking clock on the screen you know that comes up that uh that font is the same it's like the font that he uses in Pulp Fiction I was actually afraid to do that because I thought people would notice and be like who the fuck does this guy think he is using the uh same fonts as Pulp Fiction but for sure I mean I wish I had a more uh you know uh less of a you know male fanboy answer than that but yeah i mean you know he's definitely uh he's a guy that i watched growing up i remember seeing pulp fiction six times and before that i remember seeing a, a clerk's uh trailer with it so you know that was all this stuff was right in my wheelhouse i'm glad i'm actually happy to hear you say that um you kind of like it as a female because usually when people are coming up to me to say they like this movie it's kind of guys that look like Kevin Smith, basically. <laughs> and they're, we kind of have a, uh, you know, that seems to be our MO. Uh, but uh, so I'm happy to hear, uh, you know, that a female likes it. That's good. That's good. That's yeah, so yeah. And that's, um, that's one of those things too, though, because I did notice, I did notice the font on the clock. And I'm sitting here like the whole time I was looking at that and I was like, what do I know that mm -hmm. from? And I was like Googling, like I was Googling like movies with countdowns because I thought it might be the mm -hmm. countdown that I had like seen before. But something about that, I was like, what is this? So I'm glad that you like brought that up because I love Pulp Fiction. And I was like, I've seen this before. Where have I seen it? So I, that's a nice little Easter egg. And I love that. I, I love movies that have those kinds of little personal touches that harken back to um influential people for us so that's that's really awesome and um so what where did the idea for this film come from um it was just as simple as um like these initially it was going to be a short and the idea was just like two guys clean up after uh a party and uh i mean that that kind of happened it was just um it was just a it was a a little throw of an idea that just kept adapting based on like what what we ran across like whether like we stumbled across that location on the drive and at one point we thought uh we were gonna have access to a church so it would have been a church versus um a drive-in but uh yeah just uh just a thing that kept adapting and then the uh there's a supernatural element that was not always there that just kind of that got changed and um in fact at some point like we filmed all the drive-in stuff uh early on and then we shut down production for a while and picked back up and when we filmed that drive-in stuff uh we had some of the plot that exists now didn't even exist at that moment so yeah yeah it was always just based though around this friendship and always kind of like the flashing back and forth but it just kept you know it takes a long time to make a movie and it, we just kept you know rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting until we our ducks in a row and this is the version that came out well that's really cool that I, I like that you know like when um 
uh, writers and directors aren't afraid to kind of go back and be fluid with how the story should go. I think that brings a, a more real uh, feeling to it, like a natural evolution to a story instead of saying, oh no, this is gonna be how it goes and we're set in stone and then just ride that out, which I know a lot of, um, a lot of writers and directors do that. Um, so I find that it's really, um, it, it, it really kind of helps us connect to that story because it feels more um, real in that sense, because it's not like, there's not these sticky points where it's like, okay, well that part didn't really work out so well, but we're gonna keep it anyway. It's the, uh, well, this didn't work out well, so let's think about something else and, and add that in. So I, I wanna talk about the direction of the lighting and things like that, because as you're flipping through, uh, light light play is a huge uh, metric in driving home emotion or, um, you know, just the feel of things. Um, when you start out, it's like really, you know, brightly colored and um, fun. And then you go into certain scenes like where they're in the police station and it's kind of grainy and it's kind of dark and it kind of, it brings that. And then you've got, you know, that black and white scene where it's, you know, and, and then it kind of just, it brings your attention to these moments separate from the present, like the present versus the past. And I, I like that it highlighted that. Was that like an intentional thing for you guys? Oh, for sure. I mean, it was definitely, um, and we still hear <clears throat> that the movie is confusing, but we're always looking for ways to kind of, um, you know, set looks apart like so that people can kind of more tell where they were and another thing is obviously i'm a guy who watches a lot of movies i, I think this is a, a movie about guys who watch a lot of movies so a lot of those scenes are kind of more like you know they're almost living uh they're almost supposed to be intentionally movie-like i mean we have like a we have a meet cute in the laundromat and i mean it's all and you have when you have one character describing this might this is what will happen if we go to the police it's kind of it's like it's very much like a movie so it's not even really there's not even much reality these, these characters are kind of talking more in like movie terms and by the time we get to the the end of the movie it's like you know these guys are gonna the intensity builds until they're kind of living in their own you know movie and in fact we have our the main one of the main characters talking about how he, he he's ready for when his movie moment's ready to happen like it's you know he's gonna step up so yeah i think i mean it's definitely intentional yeah to try to ease people's confusion but yeah also i mean you know it's all about movies where it's at a movie theater where guys that watch movies right. you know we love movies it's a it's an art form that's slowly but surely dying <laughs> um you know i agree i agree i agree and like that's the parts that I really, really enjoyed was, and for me, it was more like a Scrubs moment, like, or like a Zach Morris timeout, like in the, in the police officer station, it's like timeout. This is what could happen. This is what might happen. We need to get our story straight. This is how things could work. Um, so it was almost borderline Scrubs moment where they had like their ideas in their head actually physically played out as they were discussing these things. And um, 
I loved that. Like, I didn't find the movie hard to follow, like, at all. Um, I wouldn't have, I don't think, had a hard enough time following the movie if you hadn't have put the timer or the clock there. Uh, I, I think that you guys did a really good job uh, just based off of dialogue and set and the way that, you know, each person looked. You know, you had Brandon who with the shorter hair and then you mm. had, like, the shaved cut, you know, like... I mean, I feel like you guys did a really good job just on small, intricate things that if you are observant, you would pick up on. Um, so I really, I didn't have any of that. And it didn't bother me that there was the the jump back and forth either. I thought that was pretty, um, pretty cool because you end up, you know, you have these certain scenes that lead up to this jump back. So that way you get to see the character development that happens to get to that point, you know, like with the meet cute and, you know, how long they'd been together and how that all started. Um, so I didn't find that confusing. And I thought it was actually a really creative way to bring about character development and that in there. But I'm one of those that I like to kind of study like my movies. Um, I, I, I have to have the why and and know the like what is going on and the uh, it's probably my ADHD brain because that's what I do I hyper focus and I'm like I've got to notice every little thing mm. so um I like I I didn't have any problems at all following it uh and I so I I, I really want to contest that with the reviews that I I've read. And what people have been saying is I don't want them to read that review and be like, that guy had a hard time following it. So I'm not going to be able to follow it. I just want to be like, yes, you can follow this movie. It is not confusing. Just give it a chance. <laughs> so um, I, I yeah, do want to make mean, sure not, that people I mean, know that. And I know I'm not look, I'm not looking for people to, for it to be universally loved across the board either. I mean, I think I would rather based on just response we're getting it like it's some people really like it some don't i mean i would much rather that than like, like everyone said like eh, it's okay i mean uh i guess though it's because that just seems like kind of middle of the road uh so i'm happy to have like a few people like it a lot some people that hate it i mean it is difficult this is the first movie this is the first time i've ever released something like this so it is weird now because we'll get you know I don't know who's reviewing it. So just get, you know, bloggers, guy in his mother's basement. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. You'll definitely get, you know, there are some reviews I'm hearing now that like, this movie is terrible. And I'm, it's just like, yeah. and I get that that's the thing. And, you know, I, I've said that about other movies, but it's so weird to be on the other side of like, <laughs> I, I hate this person. Why are they saying this about the movie? Like, you know, they're like, oh, but so I have to really... I have to keep myself my initial reaction is just immediately to like write this and be like well yeah well i had sex with your mother like how about that like, uh, <laughs> but uh so i just have to i'm really working on getting my uh you know a little bit thicker skin but yeah but that's but that's but let's just say that's for the best it's good i mean no one no one's gonna want any if, if anything if someone love you know if it was universally loved there'd probably be something wrong with it that and that's how like, I feel about my writing. Yeah. No, like, I mean, you want those three and one star reviews, not only because, you know, it, it gives you a, a, a real time idea as to the mentality of the people who are, are watching the movie. But like, I, I'm like, everybody, 
and it's really bad in the in the book writing community is like everybody's like don't put if you have nothing nice to say then say nothing at all and don't write a book and don't review that book and I'm sitting here like but why like I would like to read honesty and if it's my book that you're putting a review on and it doesn't hit right in some way I need to know so that way I can be like this didn't work here so let's try something new and it's it's robbing us of a learning opportunity to better ourselves and our craft so um I fully agree with you on that um I will tell you one of my favorite scenes we're comedy comedy is tough it's some comedy is difficult subjective so you know it really is. It really is. Like, there's some actors that I'm just like, I absolutely love in their non-comic films, <laughs> but like in their other films, I'm like, oh, you know, like, mm, no. But um, one of the uh, scenes that I enjoyed was the rewinding backwards and the three panel split. That was probably my favorite thing ever is watching all of that stuff going on. And, and you know you're kind of getting closer to know and understand what happened. But the way that it was artistically done was just absolutely brilliant and, um, and stunning in so many ways. I had to go and rewind that scene just so I could watch it again so I could get all of the little details. Um, and uh, I thought that was great. So who's, uh, whose decision was that to do something like that? I mean, specifically the split screen, I mean, I think that was in the script. I think at the, I mean, it's interesting to see, like, you know, the, this is a many years process. I think at some point I watched, like, I was living in New York and, like, I, I, I started watching, like, a lot of, there's, like, this theater had a De Palma, like, retrospective and he uses a lot of, that's probably why I put split screens in there. Same with, like, I think when I was writing it, I don't know if you ever saw that show, like, when I started writing, I started to, uh, was watching that show, like, How I Met Your Mother, and then they, they like, flashback, so I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident that's probably why, why one of the reasons, that stuff just gets in your head, and you're kind of like, you know, I don't know, maybe I just, I'm a monkey, I just ape, ape, like, what I see, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I, I, while the split screen was in the, uh, um, in the script, I mean, definitely a lot of the, uh, the look and execution, I definitely have to. That's also obviously on the director, and he was a, uh, he's very, um, you know, he's visually oriented, and he's definitely, and and he was the editor as well, so uh, the lead editor. So it's kind of a, yeah, that was a mutual decision. But yeah, all of the, all the timestamps and all that, you know, the split screen stuff was, uh, that was in the scripts, and it was a, uh, you know, kind of slightly drove me insane to like keep in my head uh, i'm sure like i don't even know if all the all the timing works out uh but uh yeah but it was uh that was in the script maybe maybe it's all smoke and mirrors maybe if we put the story uh, if it was linear it, it would not be as uh interesting right and that's where i'm it, yeah and that's a big that's a huge possibility i think the way that the script was written and the way that it was done works very well I think that it would have lost some layers, some creative layers, um, if, if it had just been linear. Uh, I think that would have been too easy. And I like movies that was, kind of make you think. It's supposed to be a mystery. Like, you're not right. it's supposed to be a mystery. You're not supposed to know, like, what happened exactly. So, I mean, 
Right. Some people and the thing that I really, right. And the thing that I love is like, I love mysteries. I love psychological thrillers. I love all of that stuff. Usually I can put it together when like the movie first starts. I did not see that ending. Like, I mean, the the bathroom scene and what all happened to create the body in the tub. I was just flabbergasted because wow. you you don't get any kind of inkling about that happening because you every scene you see these people in, they're just detesting each other in every way known to man. So um it, it was it was a really nice spin because I didn't at all see it coming. And I thought that painting that one character to be the one that might have done it was a really good way to go. And it was done very well, especially considering there was no memory there <laughs> of, of anything. So uh, I, I really did appreciate the twist. I thought it was a really good and very well done twist. So kudos to you. Awesome. Um, I, what's, what got you started writing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Trying to, I don't know, trying to be funny, trying to get attention. I, I don't, I don't know. I uh, just say, I started out, uh, Chad, the director and I, we did plays kind of like in high school and college. And I think that was just a way we would have made movies if that was like accessible to us. I think it was just a way to see um you know uh to see it like uh, you know as soon as like you know we could do it but like and then you know once once movies became more affordable yeah like but i don't know how to how did i get my start on it i guess i i i don't know i i i'm i'm drawn more to like writer director like uh filmmakers you know the kevin smith tarantino uh Woody Allen, I'm not supposed to say that. And uh but uh I think it would just it, it was probably the thing that like I'm not saying I'm awesome at it, but like in the the spectrum of things, it was like the the one thing that I was like the best at. So, you know, I guess I'll just you know, that was just the one I I that kept going. It was the only one that I showed any uh you know sk skill at at all. So, right. Well, I don't, I don't, but I don't know how I got started. I don't know why I got started. I probably shouldn't have. As you know, you're a writer. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's not, does anyone like writing? They're like, I don't like, I like having had written, but I like, I like, or I like, uh, you know, the aftermath. But I mean, as we both know, it's a uh, not fun, uh, you know, solitary, weird process. Right. And, but it's easy it's easy too it's the uh at the end of the day you don't need um you can just you can just do it like you know i always feel bad for an actor if you want to be an actor uh it's like to, like where do i go act at like you know you have to uh, <laughs> some, someone has to give you permission to act uh no one has to give you permission to write so so how did you come up with the casting like who did that uh honestly it was like a lot of people uh you know the casting i guess of me was kind of uh there's always something i'm insecure about because they're like you know you tell people you're making a movie they're like oh well, who's in it i'm like me they're like oh 
like oh so you wrote it and you're in it but uh, i i mean it was kind of just the thing of like uh i know i could depend on myself uh you know i um you know i was going to be able to remember the lines um so uh, brandon we also knew we went to college with uh the only the um the only people we didn't know were the two ladies um but it was uh it was easier to keep um it was easier to keep uh people that we knew kind of because this was such a, like i say we filmed part of it we then shut down for uh many many months and like you know we didn't know if people you know people could dropped in and out like this or that it was just good to like we had to really kind of uh it was a roll of the dice obviously when you're trying to like um you know uh, when, when, you, when you're trying to like you know do a production like this and you never know like when you're ready to go like brandon with his hair like brandon's hair almost dictated so much of the movie like we filmed part of his hair but then we had to go back and give him hair extensions and like that his doing different things to his hair kind of you know you know that's the movie so we, we i knew everyone in the movie besides the two ladies the two main ladies um so yeah that was it and they were the only two that got paid so you know that's in that's the world of indie indie film for you yeah but, no uh, yeah. i mean like but uh, but they were great uh additions they were great additions. Yeah. We wound up liking them. In fact, uh, the vampire Victoria, she uh, she was only scheduled there for a few days, but we wound up like you know uh, keeping her longer just because we liked her so much. So yeah. yeah, and that's like I love I love talking to writers and directors and their differences. Like DM Cunningham paid um, in sandwiches <laughs> for his <laughs> cast. He's like how many sandwiches this of payment is this gonna be you know so like that was one of the things and I'm sitting here like or you know how like he did um most of like he just got people like family members and stuff to play like extras and I think it's like the most yeah. wonderfully creative thing and it makes me appreciate the films more because I see the genuine ingenuity that is going into like all of these scenes because you obviously lack the the huge movie budget and things like that. So how are you going to make this scene work? And it's always fun to see like the MacGyvering of <laughs> of how writers and directors come about like doing it. Like in one of the movies that um, it was GM Cunningham's movie, we were like bird poop on the guy's face and we're like well was that real what was that and he was like yogurt we were, <laughs> and I'm sitting here like that is so smart I would never have thought of that you know so I love I love things like that so I think you guys did really good with all of that I, I didn't even the blood scene looks really like legit and the makeup done on Amy was just top notch we did a we had a professional makeup artist she was actually dating the steady cam operator. So we kind of got them in a in a bargain together. So they they want they uh they worked for less money, but they got to work together. So was, oh that's cute. Uh, that works out. That's awesome. I love how that worked out. You know, um I do uh wonder if you're going to be doing anything else like soon. Uh I don't like making more making another movie. 
Is it, Making um, another movie, acting in another movie. Got anything else going no, on? Definitely not acting in another movie. Uh, I did find that out. I did not like watching uh, myself. It took a really long time to get over that. So I don't think, I think that was a one and done. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hope, I hope to do more, honestly, like this, the, the whole, this whole process is, uh, and it's so, it's so, uh, in some, it, exciting in some ways, very, uh, soul crushing and defeating. So now we're kind of, we're coming at, we're at the end of this process, this closure process. So I don't even, I don't know what's going to happen. I know Chad wants to make, uh, and I don't not want to make it, but Chad's uh, idea is uh, it's it's a thing based on a true story. We're both from Kansas, and we had this guy. Uh, there was this guy who uh, was arrested in Kansas that ultimately it, it was it was like the the biggest acid bust like ever. So it's uh, uh, this true story about this uh, acid manufacturer that he would like to do next. But but that's real people, which is such it's so. That's been such a weird thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to write on that script, but it's such a weird thing for me to get my head around the whole like r writing real people, like I, kind of being in a box like that. Because I don't, I'm like, well, how real does it have to be? Like, does you know, you know how to like? Because right. obviously, like people always take liberties, but it's so weird. It's like, well, God, well, that didn't happen. Well, like if if I can just add stuff, why don't I add like aliens come? So it's like a weird like, right. uh, you know. It's something I've never done, and thus far I'm not very good at. But we're we're slowly, slowly but surely moving forward. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the future holds, other than no to the to the act to the acting question. When was the, how much research did you have to do for this piece? Because there's like a lot of smaller things that I did notice that you were talking about, uh, specifically with like the dead body. And uh, the way it looks and uh, all of that. How much research did you do whenever you were writing the script? Um, I mean, a little as far as the dead body stuff goes. Uh, a, a little. I mean, <laughs> not a tremendous amount of what happens to uh, a dead body. I think you just kind of like, you're dealing with something and you don't want to like be called out. Just kind of like, I don't know. Uh, just don't 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 overly talk about it uh i did do research into oddly into jehovah's witnesses uh just because and at certain points um that character was a bigger part of the script jehovah's witnesses were a bigger part um so i did actually go like went to their service and like talked to someone there so i did that was the thing i researched the most for which we barely used any any research so that's kind of and actually here that's the way like research should really go but you should do your research and make hopefully it like begats ideas and it's there and you know it but you never want to put in something just because you're like well, god damn it i did this research so i need to put in this this <laughs> fact about so that you know um right so yeah so research is kind of like better you know should be subtle i i think if you're uh when you're using it so i didn't i didn't i didn't do a lot but i did a little um on this okay. one the, not, I was asking. The, 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 the new one is so much more especially because you're studying like a real life event and I don't, I don't mind research like i say it's fairly it's fairly interesting what can what i usually hope for is like just doing research not even knowing what i'm looking for 
hoping that like I stumble onto some interesting fact that like begats you know something else and gives me an idea. So yeah. that is really cool. I'm 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 so happy that I got an opportunity to watch the film and uh, speak with you about it. Thank, thank you for watching it. So uh, and doing homework. That's so above and beyond the call of duty. Like I, I really appreciate you watching it. I mean, in in, in this process of you know distribution film festivals is that you run across so many people that didn't watch it or you know just it, it's diff it's hard to get people to they're like a whole movie like the whole thing like watch it like uh, <laughs> like uh, i don't know like uh so thank yeah. you Again, i mean great that you loved it um even if you're lying i'm cool with that i'm used to being lied to uh by women that's not anything new uh <laughs> But but no, in all seriousness, thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for watching it. I I appreciate that. Special thank you to Danny Schluck for speaking with me today about his movie, The Day After Halloween, which releases August twenty third on all VOD platforms. If you're interested in finding out more and following Danny Schluck, you can find him on Instagram at Danny Schluck or on Twitter also at Danny Schluck. This has been an Aut Imagination production. Here at Aut Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Aut Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Aut Imagination, and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. Thanks to listeners like you, Autimagination Media is able to continue sharing stories that inform and inspire audiences around the world. If you would like to know how you can help donate to Aut Imagination Media so that way we might be able to continue doing what we're doing. Please check out the description below.